Good morning, Four Oaks Church. Pastor Paul here. It is Friday, October 7th. Hope you're doing well. As a Marvel Universe fan, I'm still having a great time with this guy. Um, but we are here swinging um, the hammer for the Word of God. I, didn't sound right, I know. But you get where I'm coming from. We're so glad you've dropped in here for Romans Rewind. We are in Romans chapter 13. What I thought we would do today is sort of forecast where we've been in the study of this passage and where we're going this coming Sunday for part two of the message um, on Sunday morning at Four Oaks. So let me let me read the passage, just kind of do a little flyover where we've been and then where we're going and then head into the weekend. Romans 13 says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities and resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. And so one of the things I mentioned last Sunday um, is the reason we preach through books of the Bible or large sections of the Bible is to make sure that we are capturing the whole counsel of God, is to make sure that we are understanding Scripture passages within their context when they were written, what they were written for, what they're saying, and then what they're communicating to us here in the 21st century. And broadly speaking, this is what theologians call biblical theology. And by biblical theology, what we mean is that we are attempting to understand sort of the redemptive storyline of the whole Bible. Now, we know as Christians that this, of course, is the gospel um, of Jesus Christ, that everything that was happening in the Old Testament is preparing for and pointing to Jesus. And the New Testament is indeed the culmination and fulfillment of what's been predicted and then now um, is announcing the event um, of Jesus's coming, his birth, his life, his ministry, his death, his resurrection, his ascension, and then what now we as his people are called to do in terms of living on mission. And so, so biblical theology attempts to draw a line through the whole of Scripture to understand the, the storyline of the Bible, creation, fall, um, you know, redemption and glory, attempts to understand um, the whole scope of the Word of God from start to finish. And the way that we do that is we study, of course, um, the books that were sometimes written hundreds, thousands of years apart, 
and we try to understand their context, um, who wrote them, the circumstances, how they apply, etc. Biblical theology. Well, this coming Sunday, we're going to be, excuse me, um, sort of engaging in what we would call systematic theology. And, and let, let me explain what we mean by systematic theology. Systematic theology attempts to understand what does the whole of Scripture have to say about any particular subject. So, for example, um, when you take any issue, uh, say sin, and um, let's say that we're preaching through the book of Genesis, and we, we see how sin came into the world, we see the effects of sin, we see God's judgment on sin, God's promise to redeem the world through sin. But what we don't know is what, what did Jesus say about sin? What did Paul say about sin? And if we are to attempt to understand that, then we're engaging in systematic theology. We're, we're trying to understand what the whole of Scripture has to say about any particular subject or issue. And um, what, we're, what we've been doing, biblical theology, is, is, for example, in Romans 13, we're attempting to understand this passage um, about government and why Paul's writing and what's happening. But, but what, what we haven't examined, it was what do the rest of Scripture have to say about um, government? What does Peter say? What does Jesus say? What does what do the Old Testament writers say? And in order to do that, we have to do a broader study and take this one passage or one subject area and then look at what it says, what the Bible says in other places about this subject. And thus we develop a systematic theology. And that's what we're going to do this Sunday. We've seen what Paul says, and now we want to see what other scripture writers say about the role of government in the Christian and the church. We want to see what Jesus says. We want to see what the Old Testament writers say. And then coming out of that, we want to have developed a more holistic um, grasp of, of what the scriptures say as a whole about this topic. Because, for example, Paul can't say everything in his particular context about the role of government. He's saying a particular thing to a particular time, to, to a particular people in a particular place, about what they are called to do as God's people. And when we look at Peter, for example, or Jesus, they were speaking in another context about another set of needs and another set of circumstances. And the Word of God doesn't contradict itself, absolutely not. But if we want to understand the scope okay, in a cohesive whole of what the Bible says about this topic, then we have to understand um, the other parts of Scripture. This is called, again, systematic theology. And what we, what we need to understand is that biblical the theology serves systematic theology. In fact, um, theologians have sometimes said that biblical theology is the handmaiden for systematic theology. What does that mean? Well, it means that the reason we study all the books of the Bible and draw that line from start to finish is that we want to develop a comprehensive knowledge of everything Scripture says about everything, right? We want to come out of that with a system of theology which best organizes and helps us understand 
how Scripture relates to Scripture. So you've heard me say that before. Scripture interprets Scripture. And if we're wanting to know what, what else we need to know about the government beyond what Paul says, then we need to go to the Scriptures to find those things and, and test the Scriptures against one another. And obviously the Scriptures don't contradict each other, but they do kind of give us a holistic sort of teaching about that particular topic. And so, so as Christians, we, we need to understand um, our systematic theology, how we think all of Scripture relates to each other, what the totality of Scripture has to say, understanding there's no perfect system of theology, right? Um, but there are better systems of theology than others to the extent that they conform to the Word of God. So saying all that to say, I invite you this Sunday to join us at Four Oaks as we look at the questions that Paul doesn't specifically address here. Yes, Paul, you say that the emperor or the rulers are given to reward good, to punish the evildoer, um, that, that they are there for our flourishing and our good. But what, what happens, Paul, when evil is rewarded and good is punished? What happens when the word of the authorities contradicts uh, the word of God? What happens, Paul, when the government commands what God otherwise forbids or the government forbids what God otherwise commands? These are all things not directly addressed in this passage, although I think there's, there's seeds and hints of that here. So we go to the rest of God's word. That's where we're going and invite you to join us this Sunday. Hope to, to see you there, um, and hope you have a great weekend. Let me pray us out, and we'll go over here. God, we all want to live faithful, obedient lives to your word, particularly in the area of the civil authorities and the government. So, Lord, bless us now as we study, um, as we dig into your word, conform us to your image, transform us by the renewing of our minds.